Welcome to Ignite Your Influence Podcast, episode 136. This is your host, Anne Bonnie, with today's guest, Anne Bonnie. I decided that this was going to be one of my episodes, and um, I was having a conversation the other day about time management with somebody. Great conversation. And we were talking about the importance of delegation as a leader, and it reminded me how so often when I'm doing leadership training, people groan. When I talk about, let's talk about delegation, they're like, oh. And so often the problem is they don't do what I want them to. They don't do it right. They don't do it on time. They don't do it enough. Whatever the problem is, you know, and I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to do an episode on delegation because the fact is here on Ignite Your Influence podcast, we've got fired up leaders who are looking at themselves. They're not blaming other people. They're looking at themselves to say, what can I do differently? So let's talk about how we might be able to delegate differently to get better results from our teams. So if you happen to be one of those people who groans when you think about delegation because your team doesn't follow through or doesn't get it done on time, doesn't do the thing right, doesn't do it the way you want it to. Let's talk a little bit about this and how you might be able to do that differently to get better results. So the first question is, why do we delegate? Because again, you're having to trust somebody, which is scary. We as humans like to have our death grip on control. And when you delegate something out to somebody, you don't have control anymore. So the first thing you need to do is ask yourself, do I trust my team? And if the answer is no, the second question you have to ask is, is it because they have done something to not deserve that trust or do I just have trust issues and I'm not willing to let go? If the answer is the first one, we're going to, that's what I'm going to address today. They're not following through. If the answer is the second one, you need to look at yourself and start to let go because again, you have higher level functions that you need to do as the manager, as the supervisor, as the leader. And if you're always doing things that other people on your team could be doing to free you up to do that other stuff, you're going to be working overtime, which is not A, sustainable, or B, a great role model for your team. If you're overworking and always taking everybody else's work, you're not doing what you need to do. Okay, so first of all, if it's a trust issue with you, you got to learn how to trust your team. If your team's not following through, you need to look at the way you're delegating. And I like to look at the who, what, when, and how of delegating. First is the, and the why, actually. Let's start with the why. Why do we delegate? There's so many reasons. First of all, what I just said, to free us up to do that higher level stuff that we're required to do as managers. Doesn't mean it's more important work. It's all important. If we're putting it on our to-do list, it better be important to achieve our team goals. But some things require us to require us as managers to do the jobs and others don't. So to do to free us up for those higher priority activities. Maybe it's to teach somebody to do a new task so they learn how to do it. Great development opportunity. Maybe it's to take advantage of somebody's strengths. Um, I remember I used to have a team member called Manny and he could do pivot tables in Excel so fast and I would delegate them to him, but I would always say, hey, Manny, what can I do for you? Because that's going to take you about five minutes. It'll take me about five hours. And, uh, and so I was taking advantage of Manny's strengths in delegating to him. 
Um, we also might have, it might be a high visibility opportunity and we want somebody to get that glory. It may be um, an opportunity for teamwork or an opportunity to build up somebody's confidence. There are lots of great reasons to delegate. Okay. So that's the why. So first think about why am I doing it? Then you pick the who. Okay. Is this something where I need to get it done fast so I need to take advantage of somebody's strengths? Or is this an opportunity for somebody to learn a new task? It's going to take me a little longer, but it's going to get them up and running with this new skill. Now I pick the who. Do they have the skills, resources, information they need and or what information do I need to give them or what skills or what training? Okay, so once I've got the who, then I look at what do they need to know that they don't already know. Now, as you're delegating, we move on to the what. You need to be super clear what the activity is that you're asking them to do. All right, if you are not clear and they don't know what they're doing for you, it is, you're setting them up for failure, really. So be super clear what it is you want them to do and what success looks like. So you can communicate that to them. All right. Be really clear. Some people are like, oh, I don't like to be bossy. You're not being bossy. You're being clear, especially if you're going to be disappointed when it doesn't come out the way you wanted it. Okay. So be really clear on what it is you want and what success looks like. And then there's the when. It's funny because people think, that being specific with a deadline is micromanaging, but it's not micromanaging. It's just being clear. And you don't even have to tell somebody, hey, I need this Friday by three. You can say, hey, Friday by three would be ideal. Are you able to get it to me by then? Okay, it's just a more respectful way to give them a deadline, but it makes it clear when you need it. Because the problem is saying when you can, as soon as you can, ASAP, when you get to it. All right, we, I'm going to have a different definition of as soon as I can than you are. You, as you're telling me as soon as you can, you may be thinking by the end of the week. I may be thinking next month because I'm really busy right now. So that's when I can, right? And because it was never clarified, you can't get mad at me because I'm like, yeah, I'll get to it as soon as I can. I got this giant pile of other things that are in front of it. But if you say, hey, I need this Friday by three, does that work for you? Now I can look and say, yeah, I can prioritize that and I'll I'll make sure that gets to you Friday at three. Boom, now we know what we're aiming at and you are not gonna get a late assignment. So that's the why, the what, the when, and the who. Now you're thinking about the how. Now, the best thing to do, if at all possible, is to let the other person decide how they're going to do something. But the question you need to ask is, do they know how they might do it? Now, there may be three or four different ways to do it and get you to that same success that you outlined before. My way and maybe somebody else's way. But if it gets them to that same outcome that you need, their way is going to be better because they're going to be bought into how they're doing that. So if somebody has an idea how they want to do something and it still gets you to the success that you need, great, let them do it. They're going to be a lot more bought in and motivated if you didn't tell them how to do it. Now, if they don't have the skills to do it yet, you are going to need to tell them how to do it because they don't know, all right? Or maybe instead of just telling them how to do it, you ask them, hey, how do you think you're going to go about doing this? So you can get an idea of their thinking and you can get an idea of what they already know 
so you can augment it. Now, if their way doesn't get you to the standard you need in that level of success that we talked about, you need to talk to them about that too. So you may need to give them some how to get them to the quality that you need um, of the outcome. But just make sure that you're not splitting hairs there and trying to get that control thing back by making them do it your way. It's a judgment call on every on every front. But think about that. All right? Think about if you don't have to tell them the how, let them do it their own way cuz again, they're going to be more more motivated by that since you're not telling them how to do it. But if they don't know how to do it, make sure you don't leave them in the dark. All right? So that's your delegation 101. That is your why, then your who. Then your what is it, what does success look like, when do you want it, and how are they going to do it. Good luck, everybody. Go out there and, and make this a priority. If you've built that basis of trust and rapport with your team, usually the resistance doesn't come. And if you can set them up with the information that they need, you're going to be a lot more successful in your delegation. So good luck, everybody. We've got some fantastic episodes coming up. We've got conversations on networking, conversations on communication. Ignite Your Influence does not stop giving you the value to help you get better results with the people around you. So keep listening, subscribe so you don't miss any of it. And if you like us, give us a little love on Apple Podcasts so everybody else can find Ignite Your Influence podcast. I'll see you on episode 137.